Hello and welcome to the How Not to Screw Up Your Kids podcast, the bucket emptying episodes. So pour yourself a cuppa, find a comfy seat and enjoy this conversation. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Han, psychologist and parenting expert. And today's episode is hot off the heels of a previous episode where we've talked about rewards and bribe and a Thursday longer episode around entitlement. And it is very much the are all rewards created equally? Okay, so this is the idea. In essence, should we be rewarding our children for all sorts of things? You know, is is in essence, is there any desirable behaviour that we want our children to move towards? Does it merit rewards? So let's just talk about this. Let's unpick this idea about rewards first. If you're not clear on the difference between a bribe and a reward, do go back to the previous episode about bribe and reward because there is a very clear distinction. But when we're talking about reward, we're looking at, in essence, incentivizing our children to do something. And it's in a way it's coming from, it's being directed by us. As a parent, we are focusing on desirable behaviors that we want to see in our children. And often when we think about rewards, we tend to think of rewards as being something, I don't know, financial or related to a toy. So it's really much more to do with things that we believe our children are going to get. And I think that that's probably what we tend to think of it with rewards. But I do think that there are also lots of rewards around praise and very much around time. And certainly in my experience as a parent, with when my children were younger, it's a whole different situation now that my children are adults and in their 20s. But my children valued more than anything truly was time. So their rewards were often around time with with us, their parents, but in ways that they wouldn't ordinary, things that they really valued. And that tended to be around being able to stay up late. So that was a really easy reward to give to our children because we knew that there was an there was an element of value and merit to it. Now of course there were financial things. There were things that my children as well as your children will want that are financial. But I just want to talk through because this sits very well with the with the longer episode on Thursday around this this concept of entitlement. And what we need to remember is that there are it's, it's important as parents that we we hold our children to account and that we have high expectations of them. That doesn't mean that we have our high expectations and that we expect them to be outstanding academically, to be outstanding in, ter- in the sports field or in their music or, or aspirations or motivation. It's more a case of our expectations around some of the foundations, the basic things that are skills that we are equipping our children for for later life. Remember, I talk a lot about this idea that we're always working with the end in mind. We're working with the adult that we will wave off and maybe with a tear in our eye into adulthood, into their own independent living with their a home that they may share with friends, a job and income and those sorts of things. When I talk about our expectations, it is the expectations of how can we as parents develop and promote the skills and the characteristics our children will need in order to be a fully functioning adult. And that fully functioning adult does not have a particular job title. We have to kind of, we have to detach ourselves from the status or the the prestige or any of that. It's simply, am I equipping my child with the skills that they're going to need to be able to be independent? So that's all about showing up on time. 
It's about doing what they say that they're going to do. It's about being able to be responsible and accountable for their own behavior. It's about organization. So it's we're thinking of those specific skills. So when I talk about this basis of us as parents and how we might manage those, you know, have these high expectations, they should be around the core skills, the foundational skills. Remember, they're a building under construction, those foundational skills that they will need in order to be a fully functioning, independent adult. Those core skills, in my mind, should not be financially rewarded. For example, our children should brush their teeth. Our children should get them get into their pyjamas and get into bed. Our children should wake up when we ask them to. Our children should put away their dishes or wash up or put them in the sink. Our children should make their bed. Our children should be accountable for their homework. These are the foundational skills. Our children should show up and do things that they agree to do and keep that level of commitment. They should be kind. They should be thoughtful. Those to me are the high expectations that we should have as parents as part of that foundational basis. And we really should not be rewarding that financially. And I talk a lot about contribution around the house as well. They, they just shouldn't be financial. By all means, reward them with praise, reward them with time, reward them with acknowledgement. But it in my view, it really shouldn't be because these are foundational things. This is part of contributing collectively and being accountable and taking ownership and being responsible, which is all part of the skills that we want to help promote. And we can begin to develop that with our children from really, really young. So those are the areas that I would, would tend to reward with verbal praise, descriptive praise, say what you see, be really clear lose the superlatives. And when you have seen a child that's working really hard to achieve some of these goals and may not have yet managed them, then do praise the process, praise the attempt, praise the kind of incentive and the desire, even though the outcome may not always be that way. Then we can start looking at some of the rewards that we may want to put in place that may be much more aspirational. And maybe we're trying to create a habit with our child a new habit whilst breaking an old habit. So there, there may be some incentives. Maybe we may incentivize them in those sorts of behaviours. But I, I want you to really think. So often we find ourselves in those sort of situations where we say that we're going to reward our child. And we've got to be thinking about, is this behaviour a, a behaviour that actually should be part of their foundations? And actually, I should be focusing in on that and really encouraging them through praise? Or is it something actually that is is more than that, that I really want to be able to incentivize and to be able to recognize them going above and beyond? And it's something that I can reward that way. And my final point on this idea about are all rewards created equally? One of the most powerful rewards that I have found personally, and I have certainly found from the feedback that I've had with parents where I have shared this as well, is the power and the impact of impromptu rewards. So when we're looking at rewards, we can have planned rewards. So this idea of a sticker chart and children collect stickers for certain types of behaviour that we want. And when they collect a certain number, then we've agreed in advance that they're going to get a specific reward. So that's one way that we can do it. I found that what can be much more powerful is when we give random rewards when our children are least expecting it. And these are not necessarily when they have attained a specific goal, but when we can see the effort that they're putting in around 
the achievement of a specific goal. And we want to recognize that. And that is so powerful because A, your child is not expecting it. So it's a it's a huge surprise. And the second part is when we explain why we're giving them that reward and we're really descriptive, what that tends to do is it promotes more of that specific behavior. So an example may be, maybe you've got a child who you're, you've been working really hard on them not interrupting, or maybe you've been working really hard on them managing those big emotions and not going into that full explosion. And maybe you've seen over the course of the week that they're really trying. They're not necessarily getting it right. Maybe they are still exploding, but you can see moments where they're really trying to use some of the strategies you've talked about and really bursting with effort, but they've not yet achieved that. That can be so powerful to do a random reward and say, look, Jack, I've been so impressed by how hard you've been working at really trying to use some of the strategies that we've talked about for managing those big emotions. Okay, you haven't always managed to, but I can see how hard you've been working on those. And I think you're deserving of whatever that might be. And that is so powerful because it comes unexpectedly. It boosts the efforts that your child has been putting in already. It recognises very clearly that you are very much focused on rewarding the process, the effort that your child is putting in rather than that specific outcome. So we're developing growth mindset. And when we reward on a basis of something that is really meaningful to our child, we get the best results. So those are my views on are all rewards created equal? And I hope that you found that really helpful. If you have, I would be eternally grateful, as I always say, if you could rate, follow and review this podcast so that others can find us and we can spread the love. So until next time. One Million Moments all about? We know prevention is better than cure. Children who feel connected, heard and understood are less likely to struggle with their mental health. One Million Moments is all about seizing opportunities to connect with children moment by moment, day by day. Head over to our website one million moments.org that's o-n-e million moments.org and join the initiative join the campaign and help us positively impact one million lives